Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. All right, let's jump in. Ta-da! so much for joining us here on grace and peace radio i am your host anthony and i am amy and we are glad you are here uh sorry we weren't here last week we just did not get time to record an episode Mm -hmm. and uh and i wasn't feeling great last week yeah amy was a little under the weather not corona no just plain old stomach upset nothing major yeah and we just didn't have a backlog of episodes and i could have set one to go you know an old one to repeat but i just didn't it was just easier to say hey can't do it anyway the point is we're we're back back. so (laughs) thanks so much for joining us pray that you are doing well by the way i don't know if i've said it in a while but uh sincerely thank you so much uh really thanks for listening thanks for sticking with us Yep, we appreciate you if ever there's something that we can be praying for you about, feel free to email us, show at graceandpeaceradio.com, show at graceandpeaceradio.com. And uh, we'd love to be, you know, praying for you. If, yeah, we uh, really would. If there's some some need. I know we all have a need that we're praying for before mm-hmm. the Lord. In this episode, actually, we're going to talk a little bit about our needs before the Lord as part of, this is going to be sort of a potpourri episode. Yes. And we're going to have... Just a couple different thoughts for you as we go through uh, different topics. So, Amy, what uh, what's new with you? What's new with me? Um, as far as spiritually and Bible reading, um, I'm through the Old Testament. Yay! Finished Ezekiel this morning, so I was doing the prophets in chronological order, so I was pretty happy to finally have that accomplished. And like we always do, we learn to trust and obey. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, let me let me ask you, any particular Bible verse or anything that you want to share with a listener today? I think, and I'm not sure if I actually wrote it in my journal. Oh, Psalm 16. Out of Psalm 16, I think it's verse 5. This seems to be the one that I keep going to the most the last few weeks. Oh, yeah. Psalm 16, 8. I should have remembered that because 8 goes into 16. That's one of those goofy things of how I remember stuff. Oh, absolutely. Obviously didn't work this time, but (laughs) that is how I was trying to. Psalm 16 is one of my favorite psalms. There's a lot of favorite psalms. But anyway, it's one of my favorite psalms. And I've got just Psalm 16 highlighted in yellow because the whole thing is good. But just various things the past few weeks. Psalm 16, 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Mm. And twofold, it's the idea of always having the Lord before me, no matter what I'm doing no matter how frustrated I may be with a particular situation, but that the Lord is always before me so that my focus is on him. And the second thing is because he is with me, I will not be shaken. 
So continually reminding myself that, and it goes with all the other things that we've been hearing about, he will never leave us or forsake us. Um, So because he's always there, there's no reason for me to be shaken. True. True. So how about you? Well, you know, it's funny. We, it seems like every week on this show, we talk about trials in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that is true. Excuse me. And honestly, I think part of that is not so much that we dwell on trials, but there's just so much craziness in Mm -hmm. the world. It seems like an exceptional amount, but I catch myself because I think every generation thinks that there's an exceptional amount of craziness to the world. I agree, but but I disagree. Yeah. Because, you know, it used to be and used to was two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it used to be that there were pockets of crazy, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, the yeah, the world generally has always been a dumpster fire ever Mm -hmm. since the fall. We get Mm -hmm. that. But the level of dumpster fire that we're seeing where it's every nation, every nation is across the board, across the board is, has just lost its mind Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, it's rulers and everything. So uh, to me, I I do think it is worse now uh, in a, in a bigger way. I'm trying to say like in a magnitude shift Mm -hmm. or a magnitude, a jump in magnitude, you know, because it just seems like there's some new thing in the news or whatever that it just reminds you there's just a lot of crazy stuff going on so we talk about trials a lot with the idea that it's a reminder to me to you to you the listener that the lord is in control we want to be a voice that helps remind all of us the lord is in control Mm -hmm. and there's no reason and i'm saying this to myself that there's no reason to panic. There's no reason to be terrified. He is there. He is controlled. None of this is a surprise to him. Right. Right. We talk about it because just like we remind ourselves every day mm-hmm. of God's sovereignty and God's providence and all that, it just seems to come up right. often as we do these shows. And Psalm 16 is, is certainly part of that. One thing I was reading this week was Psalm 111, verse 5. Psalm 111.5 says, He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. And again, it was just a reminder that the Lord provides. You know, the Lord provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. Mm -hmm. And this week, as I've heard different stories of people who were in need you know, believers who were in some trial or in, in some some need. Again, it was just a reminder, another, another of the another of the another reminder. <laughs> yes, that the Lord cares for His people. He is our refuge. And mm-hmm. when when the world scrambles, when the world panics, when our unsaved friends, our unsaved family see the headlines or they, they are going through trials as believers. We need to remember not to get caught up in their frenzy, Mm -hmm. their fear, 
their panic, their worry, they have no refuge. Right. They have, they don't have the Lord. And so... And it's so very easy to get sucked into that. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is. We have to step back. And I know for myself, it's a conscious thing that I have to do sometimes. Where I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. That doesn't apply to my situation. I have the Lord. The Lord mm -hmm. is my refuge. I trust in him. I don't trust in the news, you know, in some political savior, right. some election result, mm -hmm. some candidate or, you know, whatever the thing is. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking of that other verse. It's some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. Right. You know, but we trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm paraphrasing it right. poorly, but so anyway. As I saw different people have, different believers have different needs this week. And then I saw how, how the Lord answered those needs. Mm -hmm. In a, in a big way, mm -hmm. in some instances, right. there, it was, it was a big answer to prayer. Yeah. It, and then in my daily reading, coming across that Psalm 111 verse five, it just, it just befit, you mm -hmm. know, just another reminder. Mm -hmm. Well, and even the sermon this morning where Michael talked about our portion mm -hmm. yeah. and, and how much, and when, when he was talking about that and giving several Psalms to look at where the word portion is used, I was reminded about how much that word is used. And, you know, when the Bible uses the word portion, it's talking about essentially in the Old Testament, it's talking about land or an inheritance and or an inheritance. And, our inheritance is God mm -hmm. through Christ. Yeah. And in context, the sermon today was in Mar uh, Luke 10, 38 through 42 with uh, Martha and Mary. Mm -hmm. And uh, Martha is serving. Mary is sitting at the Lord's feet. And Jesus, uh, you know, Martha complains basically. And then... Jesus says to her, uh, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. And that's what, mm -hmm. and then Michael kind of went into the, the portion, you know, explained that a bit. So, yeah, that, that's that's a good point. And, you know, something else, to, as I was thinking, I made this note during the sermon as we think of these different situations that we're in, these different trials that, you know, as as believers that we go through. Uh, number one, I was reminded just reading Hebrews 12 that God uses, it's God's discipline of us. That's really what the first half of uh, Hebrews 12 is talking about, uh, is that we are to live by faith just like everybody in uh, Hebrews 11 did and that you know God disciplines us and it's for our good so that we can grow in holiness where in 12 verse 10 for they disciplined us or he's talking about our earthly parents mm -hmm. uh, disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them uh, but he disciplines us for our good that we may share his holiness. 
And verse 11, for the, at the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Well, even verse 7. Well, yeah, the whole the whole section yeah. there. Well, that, yeah, it's true. It, he's talking about discipline and, and God brings these trials into our lives so that we can learn to live by faith. When they come, it's easy to go, it's easy to kind of hit panic mode and say, Lord, you know, I got this huge medical bill. I got this huge car repair bill. Lord, this big thing is, you know, this wall is, is in <laughs> front of me. And honestly, we forget that the Lord knew about it in eternity past. He knew about it long before you did. Long before. And God is the one who allowed that thing to be in your life at this time. Right. So God knew about it because God ordained it. God, God allowed it. So God, as we walk with him, the Lord is going to provide for it. Right. I mean, he's going to. It's a sure thing. We just need to wait. Well, and sometimes... When I see stuff that we go through that it's like, Lord, we've already done this. Why, why again, you know, why are we looking at whether it's a possibility or a reality, you know, why again? And sometimes I think it's like, because you didn't learn the lesson the first time, you know, and again, that's part of discipline, but it's that continual sanctification on trusting. Right. And so... I keep saying, and so, drives me crazy. See, I guess I'm so used to you saying, and I don't even, I hadn't noticed it. It's a crutch phrase. Mm-hmm. But part of the reason we keep talking about this, or it keeps coming up, is because every time we go to record one of these episodes, I've heard a story, or I've seen how God has provided for someone. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh on my mind. Right. And so, ah, there's the inso. <laughs> so it's encouraging and I just can't help but share it as a reminder. But I think that's good because that's what we are in the body of Christ. We, we are to encourage one another. And part of that is reminding one another of God's provision. You know, God's provision, God's not leaving us, forsaking us. God's love for us, uh, that we, frankly, sometimes we look at him so much as a disciplinarian and not so much as a father who loves us. And so we encourage each other as believers that that love is there. Right. Right. Couple of verses, reminders of God's providence. Mm Mm-hmm. I have another story about God's providence from Wednesday night was our men's group at church and we're going through Joshua. So we talked about the fall of Jericho on Wednesday and part of that story, I'm not going to go through the whole story, but part of that story was that Jericho was to be completely Destroyed. Right. Complete destruction. Exactly. And in Joshua 6, 
verses 17 and 18, three times the word devoted is used. And that means devoted to destruction. Mm-hmm. Actually, f- four times. Because he talks about the devoted things. The point is repeatedly devoted is used. I mean, the, God told them, destroy it. Keep nothing. Exactly. So, verse 22, I'll start reading there because I want to get into talking about Rahab and her family. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belong to her as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire and everything in it, only the silver and the gold and the vessels of bronze and iron and of iron that they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute in her father's household and all that who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. As we were talking about this Wednesday night, I got to thinking about just imagining the situation where the walls fall, the army of Israel moves in, you know, the Israelites move in and they, I mean, at this point, there's, destruction happening right right fires breaking out animals being slaughtered people being slaughtered it's it's an awful 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 scene of judgment mm-hmm. right i mean utter utter destruction and then you have rahab and her family hold up in their her house mm-hmm. in the, on wall. the wall yep And the two spies go, and of course, so she opens the door and obviously sees familiar faces. Mm -hmm. And, okay, we're going to get you out of here. Can you imagine, again, just imagine the the sights, the sounds, the smells, the, the chaos, as they're being escorted through all of this chaos. Saved alive. True. I got to thinking about this Wednesday night, and I thought, this is like what Judgment Day is going to be like. Because those of us who are in Christ, we're like Rahab and her family. And we're going to see the Lord bring utter destruction upon his enemies. Utter judgment, utter destruction. It's going to be an awful time of judgment for them mm-hmm. as they are cast into hell. And we're going to be amazed at, again, God's great triumph and God's destruction of his enemies. Right. We'll be rejoicing. 
we'll be rejoicing. But at the same time, it's like, I think we're going to, there's going to be a certain amount where we're going to have our hands over our mouths and go, Lord, that was supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be part of that I would hope we would do that. You know, that it, you know? That, that that reality of, I mean, wow. Just the idea that as the, the Lord, as Rahab and her family were brought through what was going on in Jericho, we're going to be brought through judgment unscathed because of Christ. We're going to see it and just, again, marvel anew, have a, have a better understanding uh, of our salvation in Christ. That's quite the picture. It really is. I, I hadn't thought of it that way. I, I never did either. I, yeah, the whole idea of Rahab and her family being led through, they had to walk through all that chaos and mayhem yeah. and judgment, which yeah. is what it yeah. was. To get to the other side yeah. and see that. And this divinely appointed mayhem, mm-hmm. if we could say it that way. And we're going to be, Jesus is doing the same thing with us on the day of judgment. Wow. You know, I mean. That's mind boggling. Yeah. To think, you know, we're so we're going to be, Lord. Uh, whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, mm-hmm. this, we're going to see what he saved us from. Yeah, that's, that's something else to think about. Yeah. So those are uh, just a couple things that the Lord's been showing us from his word that we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. And, and I would just encourage everybody that whatever you're going through, something that I've been doing... Yeah, I keep a journal. I, it's not so much that I do that all the time, but what I do is when I've run across verses that strike me for whatever reason, whether it's something we're going through or whether it's the the news, <laughs> um, I write them down and then I go back and look at them and I just find them comforting. Uh, a lot of them are, are from the, the prophets, right, that I've got right now and it it just shows about God being in control and mm-hmm. he has the final say. And I just would pray, listeners, that you would do the same. That regardless of what you're going through or family's going through or whatnot, just, and I know we keep saying this, just go back into the word and write it down if you need to. Yeah. And put it in front of you. Yeah, figure out some, I, I, I agree, figure out some system that works for you of a way that you can really, you can honor the Holy spirit by what he has shown you in the word. Mm -hmm. And, and preserve it, you know, because all those, these are verses of testimony. These are, you know, memorials of, of that moment in time. Yeah. For myself, you know, I really like that one year Bible, the Bible Mm -hmm. through the year thing where it's got the days laid out and, so I go back and, you know, and I've done this with, it doesn't have to be the Bible in a year thing. I do it with my other Bibles I've read through, but I'll write the date on the margin. Yeah. You're very good about, about those kinds that. of things. Yeah. And sometimes because I write small, I can write a, a little note there. Mm-hmm. 
Then when I go back and read that section again, it's interesting to see, or if I pull one of my older Bibles off the shelf, right? wow, this is, I wrote this in 2016. Sometimes I can remember what was going on at that time, and other times I don't, but I see these testimonials of, of God working in my life through those notes. And so, yeah, I agree with you that in some way, shape or form, we ought to be preserving what God shows us. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're going to remember it all. No, we're not. But we're not it's there. But it, yeah, we have it as a testimony. And actually, I like how you do it in, in your Bible that you go back through it then, that particular Bible in another year or so. It's also a testimony as to, okay, how far, where is my spiritual growth since that time? Or, wow, look what the Lord has done since that time. Mm-hmm. Um, or, okay, I still need to work on that some more. Right. Another verse recently that I read was Nahum 1.7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. The Lord is good, a stronghold of the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. One of the ways that I can remember these now, if I have the opportunity to just put the reference in an email to someone, as I'm writing an email to a brother, oh, okay. I'll throw on the end there, Nahum 1-7, or... If I'm texting, you know, Nahum 1-7 or something like that. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll put that on there or just, you know, whatever the verse is. Right. Yesterday right. I sent, or this morning I sent someone that Psalm 111 mm-hmm. verse. So that also helps me because now I'm passing it on and I'm retaining, oh, that verse. I may not remember what Nahum 1-7 yeah. is exactly, right. but I remember that. It's Nahum 1-7. Exactly. Right. And you go back to it yep. and look it up. Yep. So. No, I like that. So we preserve it for ourselves, but then also freely you have received, freely give, give it away. Absolutely. Go encourage somebody with a, you know, with a verse. Hey, how about, how about this? Listener, how about you email us? If there's a verse that God's yeah. been using in your life, mm-hmm. email us, show at Grace and Peace Radio, put a little note in there why it you know, how God used this verse or, you know, you don't have to get into details. Just, hey, I read this. This was interesting this week. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And if we get a few of those, we'll share them on the show. Sure. You know, we don't, we won't use your name or no. anything. So don't worry about that. Uh, I mean, unless you want us to make a note, but. Um, but again, it's, it's the body of believers encouraging yeah. each other and lifting each other up. Right. And the Holy Spirit using all of us to. Mm-hmm guide and teach and sanctify. Yep. Well, we got a few minutes left. So I want to give an update, an update on the book. Everybody's been asking. No, they really haven't. (laughs) (laughs) We've been asking each other. I guess that counts. The book is essentially done. And you're like, yeah, I know. We've heard you say that many times. I can attest. The book is essentially done. The book is done. Let me put it this (laughs) way. He's not allowed to make any more changes. The book is done. The cover is done. Yes. I'm literally just waiting for the files of the cover artwork 
and the file of the inside text, put those together, and then officially put it out there to the world, and then mm-hmm. it's it's published. So gonna have that, Lord willing, this week even. So then, goal is before Thanksgiving. Yeah, the goal which is I to realize get it on, is two weeks. Yeah, but. the goal is to get it in pre-sale before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then. Around Thanksgiving, it'll be generally available. Mm-hmm. And you can find out more at JesusChangedEverythingBook.com. Mm-hmm. And as a friend of ours said uh, this past week when she saw the proof copy was, it looks like a real book. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we've been saying. So, uh, please do judge a book by its cover. Yes. And uh, we are excited, though. It's... So, here's the, um, let me give you a little snippet of the audio book version of it (laughs) we have to tell mel that did you uh (laughs) what'd you think let let me go here let me play the audiobook version again (laughs) people this is who i live with (laughs) it's a real page turner oh honey (laughs) Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, my arm hurts. I can't put yeah. it down. Uh, and the next announcement. Oh, he's still going to work on this one. I can see it on his face. All right. Ready? Sneak peek. I'll read a, a portion of it. Okay. Copyright 2021 <laughs> by Anthony Russo. <laughs> Oh my. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway. <laughs> clearly I failed the book promotion classes. Uh yeah, I think I think you need more or YouTube maybe, YouTube videos yeah, on exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh dude, that's not how it works. Anyway. Uh no, but I'm I, I am excited about it. So I and again I just pray the Lord uses it and uh he will. He'll use it for whoever he wants to. Uh so that's well, that good. was the whole point of you writing it. Yep. So uh, as far as next week, we don't know yet if there's going to be an episode where we're, we're trusting there is, but we volunteered to <laughs> teach children tonight at yes. church. If we live through it, cause I'm, uh, you know, I don't have kids. We don't have kids. Right. Um, so I'm kind of expecting this to be sort of like Lord of the flies or something <laughs> I don't, which I have never read, but I, I don't think I want to, you know, I, I think it's just one of those things that I, I don't know what to expect other than by the time the hour is done, mm-hmm. the parents might be coming to pick up their kids. And for all I know, we're tied down like Gulliver exactly. in Gulliver's <laughs> Travels or something. Duct tape. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't know what to expect from this. Mm-hmm. If we live through it. Yes. We'll have an episode next week. Lord willing, we'll be here. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway. It's it's always an adventure when you ask two people who uh, have no children to yeah. serve with children. Exactly. So, but it should be fun. It should, it should be cool. But anyway, so that's it. Thank you so much for joining us this yes, week. Yes, thank you. And uh, God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and keep looking to the Lord. Keep trusting Him. And we'll talk to you, Lord willing. Take care. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. 
Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian podcast community. It's a ministry of striving for eternity. Find more Christian podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com and on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life. <laughs>